As Harvest 2021 shifts into the rearview mirror, it's time to start thinking about the year to come and how your farm can prepare for success. How can you use the DTN Ag Summit to power up your business? That's today on Field Posts. This is a DTN Progressive Farmer podcast that dives deeper into the most important trends in agriculture to explore the business's cutting edge. I'm your host, Sarah Mock. With the winter planting season just around the corner, it's time to start thinking about the successes and setbacks of 2021 and how to turn those lessons learned into durable decisions for the year to come. Attending the 2021 DTN Ag Summit, held this year again in Chicago, is a great way to get started on that work. Today, DTN's Katie Dellinger gives us the full download on what to expect from this year's in-person summit, from a Q&A with a former U.S. ambassador to China to an in-depth breakdown about ag labor. We'll dig into this year's theme, Power Up Your Business, and discuss how you can prepare to attend right after this word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by MyDTN. In today's environment, it's essential more than ever to get the most current and accurate information to help save your valuable resources and continue to be profitable. Get access to all the information you need to deal with this change from DTN. As the leading independent trusted source of actionable insights and market information, MyDTN gives you accurate weather forecasts, the most extensive database of grain bids, and the most timely news and analysis from our award-winning news team. These features and more are available 24-7 via desktop, laptop, and any mobile device to be with you on the go. Learn more at mydtn.com and start a free 14-day trial. Now, back to the show. DTN Farm Business Editor Katie Dellinger is a key part of the team that's planning the DTN Ag Summit this year. Katie, so we are just a couple months away from... uh, 2021 DTN Ag Summit, uh, which will be held in Chicago this year, not a virtual summit. Um, what are what are kind of the updates? We talked a, a few weeks ago about what the, the announcement for this year's summit would be, but um, what have we learned in the meantime? Well, one thing I'd want to point out that we're doing a little bit differently this year, we are doing um, on Tuesday evening to sort of wrap up and conclude, we're, we're throwing a party. Um, it's a little bit of a different approach than what we've done in years past. We've always done a great meal and a dinner, um, but this year we're really focusing on celebrating young farmers and ranchers, the next generation of agriculture. Um, we're going to hand out our awards for our um, the Progressive Farmers America's Best Young Farmers and Ranchers. Um, we've got a great speaker leading into that, um, Chad Greenway, the former Minnesota Vikings linebacker who you know, came from a farm in South Dakota, went to play football. And now that he's headed back into farming and agriculture, he's actually started up Grey Dog Vodka, which is a, a specialty distillery where they buy corn from Minnesota farmers. And he's really sort of in 
aim, got, got his finger on the pulse of some of those trends. So he's going to sort of transition us into this party and celebration. We've got some great entertainment lined up for that night. So, you know, I know historically um, a lot of the folks at, at DTN go out to one of Chicago's uh, famed piano bars, and we are actually bringing that to our attendees this year. We're really excited to, to have some of that entertainment brought to us. Um, we know it's cold in Chicago and it's a whole lot warmer if you just stay put in the hotel. So we're excited to to really have a have a kickoff or like a, a a big bang to the ending of our event this year. We're we're excited for that. I think Sarah, one of the biggest things that's really grown and changed since the last time we talked is how we've developed um, some of the the breakout sessions that we've got on the agenda for this year. We further refined some of our ideas and our discussions we're going to have with our our keynote speakers and some of our main stage speakers. But we've really gotten to a point where we're planning out these breakout sessions around topics that we think are really high interest for farmers and ranchers this year. And I think we've got a really good lineup let's dive into some of those breakout sessions. You know, there's been so many developments, I think, over the last few months, just in agriculture, whether it's on the policy side, whether it's, you know, in the markets, um, in just the economy more broadly. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, who, what can we, what can attendees expect to hear um, at those breakout sessions? So one of the ones that I think I'm most interested to hear about and that I think farmers are going to be really interested to learn and have more in-depth discussion around, um, DTN's HR columnist, Lori Culler, she is the the founder and owner of Ag Hires, which is a recruitment and job board service for, for farmers, ranchers, and agribusiness across the country. She's going to be hosting a session discussing discussing wages um, for on-farm labor. And it's something that, you know, we've we've all read and seen about, you know, different wage pressure across the country and in all industries, really, everything from fast food and service up to professional levels. Um, Lori sent me a picture the other day of her local Wendy's saying they would hire up to $22 per hour. Well, for folks in agriculture, they're used to hiring equipment operators for 16 to 20. So what does that mean for them if they're looking to hire someone to drive a planter or a sprayer next spring when their local fast food um, chain might offer a higher wage than them. What does that mean for their ability to reach out and hire new workers, let alone retain the ones that they have? So she's going to be discussing a bunch of different strategies that farmers and ranchers can use to to really make sure that they retain their talent and and how if they're not able to really raise wages that significantly, what they can do to help train up employees that maybe come from other industries or backgrounds that aren't going to demand as high of a wage as a skilled machinery operator might. So that's one of the sessions I'm, I'm really excited and interesting, interested to see what she has to say and what reaction farmers have and how that conversation goes, because I think the breakouts are really a great spot in our agenda for that Q&A and that interaction. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious, you know, I think folks um, that obviously a lot of listeners have, have probably been to past DTN Ag Summits, but last year we had a, a virtual event, which was set up a little bit differently. So what can farmers expect in terms of just like, how is how is this summit going to play out in person? What, what kind of things, you know, but from networking to keynotes, breakouts, what, what will the agenda look like? 
So we've made some structural changes to the agenda, um, which some people may or may not remember from a few years ago when we were in person in Chicago. We used to do it in a format where it was half of a day on Monday, usually the afternoon, and a full day on Tuesday, and then half of a day on, on Wednesday morning. And we've really condensed it into two full days. So, so everything is going to start off Monday morning bright and early with Ambassador Terry Branstad. He's the, the former ambassador to China under the Trump administration administration, as well as Iowa's longest serving governor. And he's really going to be speaking. Um, he might speak for 15 to 20 minutes, but he really wants to do Q&A with farmers. And so one thing we've done for a few years is we've used a, a, a format where, where people submit questions via, via an email system to us, and that's a moderated discussion. And so um, DTN's editor emeritus, Urban Laner, will be actually the one asking the questions of the ambassador, but they will primarily be coming from the audience. So it's really an interactive chance to ask one of the foremost experts on our leading customer, um, China, to about what's going on in that country, what his perspective is on some of the issues that China's having. And so I think that's a really great way to start it off, especially since we are switching to this, this con it, it feels condensed, but it's really the same amount of time, this two-day format where we're fitting it, everything in. We think it really will work better for everyone's schedules to be able to, you know, ask them to come in on Sunday night. We've got a reception and then start first thing Monday morning. I think the networking aspect has always been one of the best of Ag Summit. And we've got a lot of spaces in our agenda for people to, you know, um, meet and mingle in between our formal sessions to visit with our sponsors in our trade show floor. Um, some different ways for the message of, of some of our sponsors um, to, to have that, those conversations with farmers. We're excited about it. And then we've actually got more breakout session times than we, we have in the past. We've got you know two, two slated breakout sessions each day at, at 10 a.m. and 1.30, and there are four sessions at each of that time. Some of the sessions repeat, some do not. Um, but we've got a really great lineup in there of, of things that people, I think, will want to see and, and will have um, really solid takeaways, actionable insights, things they can take back to their business that day. One of the ones I think is really timely and super interesting, Sarah, is we've got a session on cyber secure farming. Um, you look at what's happened just this past week as far as a couple of um, well-known cooperatives being subject to ransomware and having to slow down and change their oper their operations at this critical time period in farm country. I mean, harvest is the worst time for a grain elevator or a, a cooperative system to have an outage in their payment system. Um, it just makes everything that much more difficult as far as taking in grain, um, making sure everyone's paid in a timely manner for the agreements they have. So one of the things we're going to talk about in that session, um, you know, I'm not sure all farmers are as aware of, you know, how much data they have that is um, on their computers that's maybe stored in the cloud. We're going to be talking about things like password security. We're going to talk being aware of phishing attempts, um, things that you can do as a small business owner to maybe build some redundancy in your data. Because if your only set of books gets held hostage, how do you pay your taxes? How do you run your business if you can't access your records? So just different strategies farmers can take to safeguard their business, maybe make it a little more resilient if they were to become the, a target of a ransomware or a cyber attack of some sort. So I think that's 
that's something, you know, we're, we've, we saw it at some of the majors. We saw it at JBS earlier this year. We're seeing it at grain co-ops now. Um, it's I've, I've known farmers and I've talked to farmers who have had it happen to them. So it's not like it's some far-fetched risk. It's something that's very real and, and something that, you know, it seems small, but if it happens to you, it can be devastating to your business. So it's something I think farmers will, will really take a lot out of um, as far as a, a breakout session of interest. I'm curious too, you know, every year DTNX Summit has, has a theme or a, uh a kind of idea that it revolves around. I'm curious what, in terms of, as you all were planning this year's summit, um, what what was the focus? What were you all paying closest attention to and, and how are you tying these all these disparate themes together? So the, the overarching theme of this year's Ag Summit is power up your business. And I think it really suits this environment right now. Um, you know, in 2020, there were a lot of government payments that really propped up farm income. And I think this year, there's an opportunity for farmers to really make good, or at least for grain farmers, um, to make income from the market. Um, and if they're in one of the northwestern parts of the Corn Belt dealing with drought, maybe the market's not where they're getting it from. Maybe it's their crop insurance. Um, but there are ways and there are some opportunities this year for far farmers really to invest in their business and to really power it up um, after, you know, five, six, seven years of sort of stagnant to below break even income levels where they've been just trying to to get by, to pay their bills, to to maybe, you know, <laughs> Pay, make sure their family has something to live on every year. There's some opportunity this year to to really to to make some money to invest back into the business and do some things that are wise from that business sense to set yourself up for success. So that's really where the idea of powering up your business come from, comes from. We really want this to be an energetic meeting, something we've got a lot of takeaways and applicable lessons that people can just be like, okay, I spent two days in Chicago and I've got more things, more ideas on how I can do better, perform better, protect myself, um, be aware of the risks, take action to to really set myself up for success in the longer run. That's what we're really hoping people people take away from this year's meeting. I'm curious as well. You mentioned um, uh, Ambassador Terry Brantset is going to be answering questions from the audience and, and kind of focus on that. So definitely pre preparing some questions for uh, about China and about trade with China will be key. But what are what other things should farmers do or, or attendees do in advance of, of coming to the summit? How should they prepare to kind of take maximum advantage of all the all the opportunities that summit offers? Well, I think they need to take a look at the agenda and kind of have an idea of who they want to see. And if there's something that, you know, say they want to go to three breakout sessions, but they can only make it to two or, or some of them that don't repeat, um, we have a few options for them to, to meet up with some of the speakers and presenters in other ways to ask their questions and really get involved. So I think knowing what you, what sessions you want to attend and which ones you're interested in but might miss, there are ways you can connect with those folks when you're at Ag Summit, either through our trade show um, or by asking one of the DTN staff members in attendance who someone is and if you can meet them to ask your questions. Um, we do have some breakfast roundtables planned on Tuesday morning, which is where we'll assign a topic to a table and as you get your breakfast you can you can sort of pick that topic or, or that expert that you want to ask questions up to and and that's one way to to make sure you're you're meeting the people that you want to meet there 
one of the great things I think about Ag Summit every year is we attract a, a high caliber of farmer. And I think farmers tend to learn just as much from talking to each other as they do from anyone who's on the agenda. And so when, when you show up at Ag Summit, you don't know exactly who you're going to meet or who you'll be sitting next to. But I know that I've, I've walked away in, in years past with just so much information and insight and um, thoughts that maybe I wouldn't get from going to a local meeting where everyone in the room is my neighbor. You can sometimes be a little bit more open um, to asking questions. Say, how do you tackle this problem of labor in Iowa when you live in Kentucky. So you're far enough away, you're not competing for the same people. You can maybe share ideas across that 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 geographical distance and really get some good insight and some help. So it's a great spot to sort of build your peer group and build your build your your network of folks um, who you can trust and who you can ask questions to, who who becomes your your sounding board, your sort of um, informal board of directors, who who are the people you ask your questions to. This is a great place to meet some of those people. And I'm really excited you know, honestly, Sarah, about some of the young people we're going to have in attendance this year. We've got an exciting class of America's best young farmers and ranchers who are who are coming to this year's summit. Um, we've also got a couple of our view from the cab farmers from this year and years past that are going to be in attendance. So these are people that um, most regular readers of DTNPF.com or, or Progressive Farmer Magazine uh, will see and read about in the, in the pages and, and in the news um, through there. And this is a chance to really get to meet some of those people. And I'm excited um, for, for all those that are coming because I think we've got a really great group already lined up to come to Ag Summit this year. Yeah, I totally agree. Those breakfasts have, are such a phenomenal place to to meet farmers and to just learn about some, uh, you know, some really cutting edge stuff. I have to ask though, you know, COVID has evolved, but it's still not, you know, maybe totally under control. Are, is the the venue in Chicago taking precautions. Is there anything in terms of COVID that attendees need to know before they arrive? Are vaccinations required or anything like that? So the state of all the COVID regulations are a little bit in flux. We're about nine, 10 weeks ahead of Ag Summit right now. And as of right now, I believe Chicago has an indoor mask mandate. So that will probably be something people should be aware of is that there there is going to be a mask mandate for the city of Chicago. Um, but as of right now, the hotel is operating at capacity, so there are no restrictions. Um, we have not been informed of any restrictions from the from the venue as far as who can attend, who cannot. Um, but we will do our best as the time gets closer to make sure all of our registered attendees have an idea of what to expect um, as as they come to the, to Ag Summit, and to make sure we're all fully prepared um, based on whatever the COVID situation looks like, you know, two months down the road. Uh, and I have to ask, the trade show has always been kind of a key part of the the Ag Summit, whether it was in person or virtual. Um, do you expect there to be a pretty good turnout for the kind of trade show vendors and, and activities there? Absolutely. The Everything we're hearing from our sponsors is that they are excited to be back in person, that, you know, virtual was okay, but they really do prefer getting the opportunity to visit with their customers, potential customers, farmers um, in person. And so we're going to have the same great lineup of, of sponsors. We've got some interesting ones. We aren't fully finalized on that list yet. We might have some exciting announcements there to make in the in the weeks ahead as far as who's sponsoring and what they're bringing to the table. But I think we're going to have a great lineup in our trade show area. Um, you know, I know Clifton Larson Allen is one that's coming back and they've, um, our, our tax columnist, Ron, 
Rod will be there. Um, he's also doing some breakout sessions given some of the developments that have happened um, over the past few weeks as far as legislation and, and some of the estate planning type taxes, the, the estate exemption and some of the changes that are going there um, will be of, be of interest to farmers, I think. But our trade show is always a, a really popular spot to meet, mingle, have a cup of coffee or a snack. And I think it'll be the same way this year. I want to ask as well, I think one of the highlights of every Ag Summit is also just the uh, getting to hear the presentations from DTN reporters and analysts. Uh, you know, I think one of the big updates from DTN this year was that Bryce Anderson has moved from being kind of the head meteorologist to the um, meteorolog Ag Meteorologist uh, Emeritus. Um, what, what does that mean? What, what are the big kind of uh, presentations that attendees can expect from DTN staff? Well, we've got Bryce and Todd scheduled to do their presentations on Tuesday morning. Um, and this is one thing that the, the outlooks are really a key part of Ag Summit and what people come and, and want to see. Um, so this will be probably the last time Bryce will be doing that for us at Ag Summit on the main stage. Um, so we're really excited to have him there and to do that. He's got a really catchy title for his session already. It's No Country for Old Forecasts. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to say there. I know it's been a wild few years as far as um, extreme weather events and what that means is, you know, with, as the meteorology and, and the science around meteorology advances to weather forecasting, how that's, that science has grown, become more accurate over time, um, but also the impacts of these major climatic climate factors that are, are changing the globe and, and how that might influence farming and agriculture. Um, I think he's always got great perspective. Um, John Baranek, who is our, our ag meteorologist who does most of our daily reports and writing, does our videos and is sort of filling in um, for what Bryce did most of the time and is stepping in, will also be in attendance at Ag Summit. So he'll be there to sort of meet meet everyone, get to know folks. Um, we're still finding and working on some places to get him involved in the agenda. I think Bryce and him will probably share the stage for a little bit in that outlook. Um, but we're excited to have both of them on hand for this Ag Summit. I think it's, um, we're all gonna miss Bryce. We already do miss Bryce. He's He's been one of my um, favorite coworkers over the past, decade at, at DTN. And so I'm, I'm excited for him and his family opportunities to get to retire and spend more with his, his family. Um, but the DTN family misses him. We're excited to have him back for at least this one event. I'm also excited for everyone to get the chance to meet John Baranek and my interactions with him. He's, he's absolutely fa fantastic. He's a, he's a great, a great guy. And I think he's going to, going to really shine in the role that, you know, Bright, Bryce leaves a big gap to fill that I think John's John's the right person for it, and it's going to be great. And then let's not overlook Todd Holtman. Todd Holtman is, is our lead analyst. He's he's going to be giving a presentation on sort of the, the grain outlook for 2020. You know, as of right now, we are, where we stand, it looks like we're going to have some tight supplies of both corn and beans at the end of the day um, based on some of the, the forecasts for ending stocks. But you know, looking ahead to, to 2022, um, it, it's a little bit more uncertain what the demand picture is going to look like with the with the phase one trade deal with China being sort of off the books. Are they going to keep buying at the levels they have been? There are just a lot of questions around demand. And I think Todd's really going to address those um, in, a, in a good and succinct way. Um, we've also got a number of other um, DTN experts that are going to be involved in Ag Summit in some different ways. We've got a breakout session on Monday um, where Shaylee Stewart, our livestock analyst, is going to really delve into some of the cattle market, 
issues um, that she's such an expert in. And so we're excited to have that on the agenda. I don't think we've really addressed cattle as much in previous Ag Summits. So having her there is going to be a great chance for our, our readers and our, our viewers um, to really get to know her as well. So we've got a lot of great DTN staff involved um, in, in giving presentations this year. Chris Clayton will give an, an update on, on Ag Policy. Um, which will become even more interesting as we kind of move towards midterm elections and what the Biden administration tries to do through USDA, um, particularly in their climate initiatives and what they can do through conservation funding to, to get some of that done. So he's going to have a lot of interesting things to talk about there as well. So it's really just, I think I'm excited about this year's agenda at Ag Summit. We've got, a it's fully packed with great content from that you, the type of things that you have come to expect from DTN. Absolutely. Well, I'm also excited to have this conversation has uh, lit a fire under me for sure. So for other folks who feel the same, how do you, how should they be registering? What plans do they need to make to be able to attend Summit this year? Yep. Well, if you go to um, dtn.com slash DTN Ag Summit, um, you should be able to find all of the information on the agenda and how to register. Um, go ahead and get that that lined up as soon as you can. I know that harvest will come on hard and quick and some people wait until the very last minute, um, but please go ahead and register if you think you're gonna come. Um, we'd love to see you in Chicago um, for the DTN Ag Summit. Um, we have workshops on the afternoon of Sunday, December 5th, and we really urge everyone to be there and be in attendance um, for our welcome reception that evening, Sunday the 5th at about five o'clock, um, since we do get started and rolling on the morning of December 6th right away at 8 a.m. You can learn more and sign up for the DTN Ag Summit at dtn.com backslash ag summit. The conference begins on Sunday, December 5th and concludes on Tuesday, December 7th. This episode of Field Post was brought to you by the team at DTN Progressive Farmer, with special thanks to Katie Dellinger. This episode was produced and edited by me, Sarah Mock, with support by Greg Hillier and Kylie Swanson. And a big thanks to all of you for listening. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until then, remember, the future of farming is here. This episode of Field Post is brought to you by DTN Ag Weather Station. Are you looking to get more accurate, hyper-local weather information? By gathering weather and agronomic data directly from your own fields, DTN Ag Weather Station supports you when making targeted decisions around expensive or high-risk activities like chemical applications and irrigation. DTN's Ag Weather Station can be purchased for as low as $9 a month depending on your current customer status with DTN. If you're looking to increase your weather accuracy while saving time, please visit dtn.com.